0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email Mark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On the Mark, Joe McGranahan.
1: Thank you and welcome back on board On the Mark. With me again today is Steve Kucheloff, and I see across the way our producer is still Lynn Hall. Again, good morning, Lynn. Good to have you back running the controls over there and answering people's phone calls. And putting them on the Air Force. On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.line. It's an open phones day. Our toll-free line is open. Give us a call at 1-800-795-9565 or email us at onthemark at On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915, four Streets in Sunbury and Routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf. Find out more about them at www.sunburymotors.com and uh, check out their online specials. You can build a Ford car, a Ford car or truck to your specifications and then click on a coupon for the Works Fuel Saver package. At the Sunbury Motor Company, they sell Ford, Hyundai and Kia cars. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks so if you got a problem, take it over to them and they'll fix it right up for you. They're a master towing service with decades of experience. They invite you to check out the quick lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Well, on this morning's program, we have a call right off the bat, and it's from Stan, who apparently is angry about something else this morning. Stan, good morning. You're on the mark.
2: Nah, That's not, what, not 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 some different. I got bonnet. three questions for Steve. I don't know if he can answer them. You might want to write them down. Uh,
3: I got. Here's, a pen. The, here's the
2: first. You you got your pen ready, Steve? Go ahead, Stan. All right. Uh, first thing, you know, Harris was on uh, what was it, Meet uh, whatever it was, NBC show was on mm, Sunday, yeah. and she said that Trump Trump's it was Trump's fault that uh, immigration the border is in a disarray. Okay. Now my question is. How'd Trump break the immigration system? Okay, that's the first question, all right? Because basically that's what she's saying. He broke the immigration system. I've heard it other places, too. Then the other thing is, she says she wants comprehensive immigration reform. I'd like to know exactly what that means, because it means nothing to me, because she was talking about a pathway to citizenship. I'm sorry, but if an illegal crosses the border, someone crosses the border illegally, they've broken our laws. They deserve no citizenship ever, plain and simple. And the third one is, why is it that the immigration system is supposed to cater to the to the needs of the immigrant rather than the needs of the country? Because it seems like the immigrants come first instead of what the country needs as far as the people coming to this country. So
3: that's my three questions. What do you got, Steve?
1: Well, actually, I've forgotten the first one already no, because well, you're talking <laughs> about the other two.
3: <laughs> okay, the first one. I'm going to give you my my honest answer, Stan. And you you know, I doubt if it's going to satisfy you. Uh, how did Trump break it? I, I wouldn't say Trump broke it. My answer, and this might sound a little wishy washy, but the more I thought about it, because that's what we that's all we talked about yesterday. We are to the far as I can see, we're always going to have a uh, migration problem from the from the southern border. You know, it doesn't. I don't think it really matters who is in office. You know, Donald Trump tried uh, the things he tried. Uh, the Democrats are trying other stuff.
1: Um, well, what they're trying is letting the border open. Letting well, everybody that's, that's absolutely
3: baloney. They're not, it's not an open border, Joe, as you know darn well. Uh, I think the Biden administration is trying to do things and this will just this will burn you up Stan. what they're trying to do is make it a little more uh... compassionate so to speak like uh... they have reduced let me finish uh... they have reduced the number of uh, unaccompanied children that are in facilities they've reduced uh... the time that kids are spending in these facilities uh... they have uh, reopened a program Uh, to reunite children with their parents. Uh, So, again, I'm sure it'll burn you up, but I think they're trying to take a... Who knows?
1: Let's call it compassionate, which is not a word you hear much anymore. So I think that's... Forgive me, I didn't stick a half a cent in here. Go ahead. What's coming across the border, a lot of unmarried young men whose intentions... May be good, they may not be good. But I think Stan's got a a really valid point. If you come across the border illegally, what is there about that that we should reward with a pathway to citizenship or benefits or anything else?
3: We have the last figure that the figure you keep hearing is 11 million. That we have 11 million. Uh, Well, by now it's got to be 13, because 2
1: million have come across since then.
3: You know, whatever it is, 11, 12, 13. uh, 30. No, Stan, (laughs) come on, let's try to... Well, it's been been 10 million for the last 30 or 40 years. I don't think there are 30 million undocumented uh, immigrants in the United States. But it doesn't matter. Uh, 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 Hey, Steve? And you're probably
2: right, because we have given some amnesty, and some that don't deserve it. The DACA program was a whole uh, fiasco that shouldn't have happened. So we know who those people are. So they've been kind of documented, but they're still here illegally. Okay?
3: Keep going, Stan. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna agree oh, oh, no, with you. Oh no, no, no! That's why I say there is more than 10 million people because we've been told that number for at least the last 30 years. Right. So let's say you've got. Let's say you're three years old. You're three years old, and somehow your family gets into the United States. Okay. Uh, so you're a three-year-old, and you've grown up going to. American schools and you're part of mm-hmm. American culture, et cetera, et cetera. And now you're, let's say, you're 18 or maybe you're 22, but we're going to ship you out because your parents uh, brought you in illegally.
2: Sucks so, to be them, doesn't
3: it? Well, there you go, Stan. I mean, how, how am I supposed to? <laughs> this is what just uh, floors me. Uh, it's like you can't, I'm sorry. I'm sorry,
2: Steve. Let, let me get this in. I'm sorry. Okay, what laws can the citizens of America break and be given a pass on and just be let go? Can we go out and kill somebody? Although in some states it seems like maybe you can go out and kill people and just be left back onto the street seems to be happening.
3: Well, I'll tell you what, every time I drive up, every time I drive from uh, my home up to Lewisburg mm -hmm. on Route 15, the speed limit is very clearly 50 miles an hour, and I'm going 60 miles an hour, and so far nobody has, uh, has arrested me, so there you go.
1: Well, if the state That's a movie violation. You, <laughs> just didn't get, you
3: just didn't find the right cop because
2: the right cop's there. You will get a ticket. Okay. You won't be arrested because it's a movie violation and it's not a felony. Right. But they are letting people go in this country with the felonies. All right, but that's a whole other story. Problem that we have to take care of. There's, a, there's and another I don't see issue it being taken care of anytime soon. There's
1: another issue on this, and I actually p- pulled this story this morning. Uh, White House press secretary Karine Jean-Pierre has remained unscathed from the fact-checking crowd since taking over the podium for Jen Psaki. Nearly every major fact checker has largely ignored the new face of the Biden administration. Since starting her position on May 13th, she has received no fact checks from Reuters, FactCheck.org, the Associated. Press, The Washington Post, or CNN, according to a review by Fox News. Admittedly, none of these sites or individuals responded to a Fox digital request for comment. Snopes and PolitiFact alone stood in, in their sparse fact-checking regarding the new White House press secretary. PolitiFact has fact-checked her twice, awarding her two false ratings, while Snopes fact-checked a claim about her past comments. Yet Jean-Pierre has made a number of dubious claims in her first four months at the podium, including... In late August, she claimed that illegal immigrants aren't just walking across the southern border, although many are. So why aren't they fact? Why isn't the
3: media fact checking Who her? knows? Good Lord, you know where? And you say you saw the article for you know, on Fox News or from their well, website? Well, they just pointed out that that's no one's fact checking her. So let's so let Fox News fact checker. I mean, they are. Talk that's about, what like, the point of the story. Dude, you does, know, once daily. again, uh, d- talk about a non-story, Joe. I mean, just be. It's I'm not sure a non-story. I'm sure it's 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 another conspiracy. No, not a it, conspiracy. No, obviously <laughs> it is. <laughs> obviously, Joe, it's fact check or and Snopes and they're all working together and it's they're the all media. meeting in secret and they're saying, we're not going <laughs> to fact check this woman.
1: See, that's, that's it, what right? Steve does when when you get him an point that he can't come <laughs> back. He just starts yelling. I, I, got, I got the <laughs> no. answer for you, Joe. <laughs> What's that? The,
2: re- the reason they don't fact check her is she has a D behind her name, not an R. That's plain as you can oh, get. I
3: haven't. So, you know, i tell you the reason I have to Yell and scream. I mean, I'm sitting here. I got Stan on the phone. I got you sitting across (laughs) from me, Joe. And I'm trying to get a word
1: in edgewise. I I just barely got in the story. But I think it's relevant because, (laughs) let's face it, if if the administration is going to make these claims, they should be able to back them up with facts. The fact that nobody is fact-checking them would lead you to believe that everything they say is the gospel truth. But it's not. And every, you know, I look at,
3: I probably look at the Washington Post every day because I pay for it and I want to get my money's worth. And I'm going to tell you, there is at least one article per uh, issue that is, if not ripping the Biden administration, it's certainly uh, criticizing him. Just this morning, I read a column in the Post by Megan McArdle. Uh, She's more of a right leaning type of person but pretty rational she was ripping uh biden's uh, speech that he gave about a, a week and a half ago so you know this idea that just because somebody's a d or a versus an r they're not going to be criticized uh more hokum and i will if i could just yell and interrupt one last time joe i've been doing this show with you for a while now and I have learned that if I want to get a word in edgewise, I got to talk fast. And sometimes I apologize, but I got to
1: talk loud. Well, you've <laughs> certainly done both in this instance, talk loud and fast. And it's only quarter to nine. My goodness. Look. <laughs> I think Stan's point, and I'm not going to make it for him, but I think he's right. I don't think that the media holds the Democrats to the same standard of fairness that they hold the Republicans to. If the Republicans do anything wrong, they're all over it, like our writer E.B. every day. Uh, he didn't bother to comment on the Democratic politician who stabbed and killed uh, a, a reporter who was covering a, a story about him, you know. But if a Republican had stabbed and killed some reporter, boy, that would have been, oh, it's another example these crazy lunatic republicans I saw that you know I saw the story right. I saw it, it so, there. I, so it was there No but I'm talking about comments about it people right. I'm not saying it wasn't covered I'm saying that people tend to excuse it but when it's a democrat and they want to persecute it if it's a republican Well what the
3: what Happens Absolutely. versus the Democrats is what you have. With these uh, false
1: equivalencies. Well, they're not false equivalencies. Well,
3: I tell you what. I recall being they on are your
1: equivalencies. Yes, yeah, sure.
3: I recall being on the show one time, and we were talking Donald Trump. You know, I'm sure both of you I think will we're disagree. Stan here, but go ahead. No, I said both of you, Stan and you, Joe. I, Donald Trump, if. I think we can safely say he had a reputation for stretching the truth. No argument. No argument. Okay, and uh, there was quite a few instances. And he was
1: fact-checked constantly. And my point is, Pants one on of your fires, one pinocchios. of your callers,
3: one of your callers, uh, said, "Hey, Barack Obama said under the uh, Affordable Care Act you'll be able to keep your doctor." So that was no, a lie. Obama
1: said that. So that was he, a, That's not a lie. Obama said it. He said, you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor. You the like point your plan, is, you can keep your plan. The
3: point is, Obama was making an incorrect statement. I don't know if it was an out-and-out and Oh, out lie. it wasn't a lie. Ah. Oh. But okay. the point is, your <laughs> caller said that one statement from Obama was equal to the, like, 19,000 falsehoods we had gotten from Donald Trump.
1: All right, Stan, we'll give you the last word. Wait, I don't know. What were your second second and third questions, Stan? Well, we have to take a break, Uh, and Stan's... Oh yeah, you
4: you
2: covered a couple of them, but anyway, whatever. I mean, the the, the last one was, why is the immigration system supposed to cater to the immigrant instead of what Mm -hmm. the needs of the country are? Okay, and that's what seems to be happening. But, you know, neither here nor there, it is what it is. But I want everybody to go out... And watch the movie My Son Hunter. It's a dramatization of what was on Hunter Biden's laptop. Should be a good entertainment night. Okay? okay. Have a great day. Where, where is Enjoy that yourself. where is
1: that available, Stan? Just out of curiosity. It's online. 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 It's called what?
2: Yeah, my, my Son Hunter.
1: My Son Hunter. Okay, Stan, thank you. Hey, we've got to take a quick break and we'll be back with On the Mark. Give us a call, one-eight hundred-seven nine 9565
5: Email us at on the at WKOK There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is.
1: Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranian, along with Steve Kushaloff. We have a call coming in. We've got a little time left on this segment of the program, but Steve, I've got to ask you a question. The big news today is inflation is still up there at eight point three percent. Right. We had this wonderful inflation reduction act. I passed, know, Joe, and you and, and you obviously haven't been any reduction. Yes, any.
3: and you obviously expected that once they passed it, then the very next day inflation was going to be down. The to president 2%. has announced
1: that he is laser focused on reducing yeah, inflation. And he probably is. But he's not talking about it. He has stopped talking about inflation over the last few weeks. You know, it doesn't matter if he's talking about it or not, believe me,
3: I- I think they're they're working on it. They're they're. You don't think they're concerned about it? Sure, oh, they're concerned about. I think they're absolutely
1: it. concerned about it, but they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to point people's attention to it. I think because he actually, of the midterm uh, elections. I
3: think he actually made a statement about it today, which I will find for you
1: on okay. my. Uh, but let me. Uh, well, I let do... me let me take Pat from Elysburg here oh, first. Sure. Come on, Pat. Go ahead. You're on the mark.
6: Hey, yeah. Good morning. Uh, I haven't been able to listen to you guys too much this summer, but I turned the radio on this morning, and you're talking about immigration and that. Uh, I live on the Mexican border in Mission, Texas, and the people up here have no clue what goes on down there. I don't want to hear the word compassion when you're talking about daily dragging people out of the river that have drowned. When you're talking about uh, the the, uh, funeral parlors that are bringing in uh, uh, refrigerated trucks because they can't handle the number of dead people found all over in the brush down there. The ranchers find them every day uh, dragging out of the river. There used to be one a month. Now. There's one a day uh, there's, there's compassion. I don't think so. I mean we, we see what goes on. I live there uh, My part-time job when I'm home in the, in the uh, winter time has put me in contact working with the border patrol and the uh, CBP uh, uh, the uh, customs and border protection and believe me there is nothing compassionate about these people coming over there and suffering the way they do and dying the way they do uh and we ask them why are they why are they here well joe biden invited us that's what they will tell you it's uh it is it's a travesty and on top of that my wife is filipino and uh, you talk to people that have gone through the true path to citizenship and what it costs and uh, blood sweat and tears and money And they see people coming across here getting a free ride and uh, waiting for this so-called path to citizenship. No, the path to citizenship is to apply legally and do it the right way, and that is the path. And as far as closing the border, Trump had the problem solved down there. Believe me, there are always some that are going to sneak through the cracks, but not several thousand in those little towns. There's little towns of 2,000 population and the buses come in and drop off a thousand people here they're yours now i've watched this with my own eyes in fact my part-time job i've driven some of the buses it is it there's nothing compassionate about it it's a travesty if you or i bring over one illegal with no papers uh we can go to prison for five years if that illegal happens to commit a crime you can go to prison for 20 years joe biden is bringing over several million of them and what are the consequences well, how is he paying for it? He's a, he's a, he's a traitor to this nation. Uh, I could go on, but uh, you know I know you have other callers. But don't don't use the word compassion when you're talking about these people coming in. The babies that get thrown in the river. The the coyotes are halfway across the river. They see and they got a boat full of people. They see the border patrol on the other side, trying to come and get them. They throw a baby in the water so that the border patrol will go rescue them and let these guys continue their criminal activities. It is. Again, I don't want to hear the word compassion. Compassion for American citizens would be a, a nice change, wouldn't it?
1: Why do you think the Biden administration is permitting this to happen? Why do you think the czar, the vice president, has done nothing to make this a better situation?
6: Well, the, who, who can say exactly? One, for one thing, yeah, they think they're bringing in uh, Democrat voters. Talk to the Mexicans that are legal, that live down there on the border. They don't want these people here. Hopefully they'll get the word to them to vote Republican. Uh, the, the other thing is that the uh, uh, there is an effort. Uh, and call it a conspiracy theory if you like, but you can see it in action. There's an effort to just destroy this nation, just to tear it apart and destroy it. They want to break down the welfare system, overload it, and uh, and destroy the nation. As far as you know, Harris saying that the border is secure. The border is under control, is 100% 100 under control of the Mexican drug cartels, and that's a fact. I see it down there myself, I talk to border patrol people, I talk to CBP people, but my brother is down there, uh, he lives in Texas, too, in Mission, and he's working right now with the CBP, uh, helping them with some uh, chores they have to do. It's. I don't know. It's it's frustrating that it this that this goes on. It, the the Mexican drug cartels are the ones running the border, like it or not. It's a fact. the poor border patrol guys. They're doing paperwork and they're changing diapers. it is not an exaggeration. I see it with I see it with my own eyes. I know what's happening.
1: Well, you and another one of our callers or listeners from Texas, uh, who calls us from time to time and writes to us from time to time, have painted the same picture—that this is this is really an out-of-control situation as far as protecting the united states goes and it's kind of sad and you know i'm hard pressed to understand why the biden administration in the face of overwhelming and incontrovertible evidence that the border is porous and people are streaming across it why they have no no interest at all in stopping it
6: yeah it's hard to say i mean i i i I I go back to the fact that they're they're called a conspiracy theory, but they're trying to destroy this nation. And it's not just immigration, it's uh, Afghanistan, and I mean you can go down the whole laundry list of uh, uh, the treasonous activities of this uh, administration. That's the word for it. They are traitors to this country, Uh, Joe Bama and the whole crew, uh, all of them.
1: Okay, well, fair enough, Pat. Thank you for your comments. We appreciate you giving us a call this morning. Thank you, sir yeah thank you take care okay. there's a pretty ringing indictment of somebody who lives there and sees it on a day to day basis hey, it's like I said before you are
3: we have had a migration problem um, the the only answer and i you know i i this was one of Stan's questions about this comprehensive uh, immigration and he said, what would an im what what the heck does that even mean um you know, we have elected leaders uh, in the White House and in Congress, et cetera, who are supposed to be addressing critical issues. And uh, th- this is certainly a critical issue. There's no doubt about it. Uh, you need some kind of a overall plan. Um, you know, this idea that uh, as far as the illegals that are here, that we're just going to ignore them. Uh, I don't know if that does, that... does that really make sense? you got 11 million people who are here illegally and... More uh, than that and, now. Whatever the number is, you got them. They're, they're here. Uh, if we don't do something to integrate them into... Legally, into American society, if we don't do something, then they are... They're, they're going to be... Just spend well, their entire time here
1: as, why not, as criminals. Why, why not, not uh, the wait in Mexico? Portion that President Biden or President Trump was very successful in. He got the Mexicans to agree to it. They said they they re- recognized the fact that these people wanted asylum. They said, All right, go back across the border, wait in Mexico. We got your paperwork. We'll give you a call as soon as we know something for you. Isn't that better than putting them here in America and taxing our systems, our funding, our people well, I don't think to they're pay all, for something? I, they're not all. Coming into America because there there have been cases with this
3: uh, Title Forty Two situation where even when they try to get through the legal uh, ports of entry, uh, they are they are turned back and they they can't come through there. And that's what you know you gotta you gotta look at the whole
1: picture and try. Yeah, to- but the whole picture is a pile of people streaming across the border. I mean, you don't have to – I know you don't watch Fox News, but they're not making this stuff up. They show actual pictures every day. They had have had a reporter down there forevermore, and he, he's actually been with some of these immigrant caravans. He's followed yeah. them from the south, come up. You know, they're obviously getting across the border, and as our caller just said, some of them are dying, some of them are being victimized terribly by coyotes. So what are, what are we gaining by letting this continue? Why aren't we doing everything we can not to let them in and give them compassion, but to stop them from coming in and How making many... it unpract- impractical for them to get in here?
3: What's the, uh, what's the current number of uh, migrants that are uh, waiting for asylum? I have no idea. It's 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 a huge Probably number. Huge, yeah. It's a huge number. And What's the? How many d- judges do we have? I think that's what they're called—judges who I don't make know, but the determination. Got
1: seventy-eight thousand more IRS agents. Maybe we should have seventy-eight thousand more the immigration problem is judges. We don't.
3: You know, the, the the number of judges that we have compared to the number that are seeking asylum
1: is, is not enough. Well, then I mean, the, that alone is mitigation—a reason enough to say we have got to stop this flow coming across the border. We can't process it. We can't just say your reward is you get to be a citizen of the United well, States. No, that's, that's not what anybody is saying. Was, okay, well, we'll figure out what they're said. saying after we take a break. You're listening to On the Mark in WKOK, Sunbury, Pennsylvania. We'll be back after the news.
0: News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email Mark at wkok.com. Now, here's your host for On The Mark, Joe McGranahan.
1: Welcome back on board. I'm here today with Steve Kushaloff, Mark Lawrence, taking a well-deserved week off to paint his house and do other odd jobs. And if there's ever been a guy qualified to do an odd job, it's Mark Lawrence. Uh, he is our strikingly handsome co-host on most days, but this week he is taking the week off. So with me is Steve Kushaloff. Our producer is Lynn Hall, and On the Mark is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at www.sunburymotors.com. Our toll-free line is open. Call us at 1-800-795-9565. And we remind you that our program is brought to you by the Sunbury Motor Company, a family-owned dealership since 1915. They are on 4th Street in Sunbury. Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. You can check them out online, and I urge you to do so at www.sunburymotors.com. Visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspection, nitrogen for tires, and they're open Monday through Friday, 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday, 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. The Sunbury Motor Company sells Ford, Hyundai, and Kia cars. They are a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks and all sizes of trucks and a master towing service with literally, literally decades of experience. And they do bring you on the mark every single day of the week. Let's take a look at the news headlines this morning. A crash is reported in Turbot Township, Northumberland County involving a school bus and a car. Central Susquehanna Regional 911 reports the accident happened near the Sunoco Gas Station on Broadway Road about 7.15 this morning. They say there were children on the bus, but it appears there were no injuries. The car's airbag did deploy. The scene of the accident is near the Brower Elementary School in Milton. Yeah. Motorists are advised that the traffic signal at the intersection of Route 61, Sunbury Street, and Route 125, Market Street, in Shimokan is malfunctioning. Crews are currently investigating the problem. Motorists can expect flagging at the intersection and be prepared to slow down. Route 522 reopened last night after a propane leak was reported at KNL Feeds in Sealands Grove. Central Susquehanna Regional 911 says the incident was first reported just before 7 p.m. CSR 911 says propane was reported to be leaking right by the roadway. No injuries have been reported, and the cause of that leak is still unknown. Police have charged a Snyder County man after they say he spanked a 3-year-old child about 30 times, leaving bruises and welts on the child's buttocks. Middleburg police say 36-year-old Matthew Heimbach of Seelands Grove allegedly spanked the boy after he refused to eat pizza for dinner. Northcentralpa.com reports two other children who were present at Heimbach's residence said he spanked the child with an open hand. One of those witnesses told police that Heimbach spanked the child approximately 30 times before sending him to his room. Police say Heimbach admitted to spanking the child three or four times, but later changed it to eight to nine times. He was charged with simple assault, endangering the welfare of children, and harassment. A preliminary hearing is set for October 3rd. That's our quick look at the news headlines this morning. And we're back talking about... Joe Biden and the fact that Democrats are running from him at high speed. Uh, inflation is 8.3 percent again this morning, which he is not doing anything about, even though he's laser focused, laser focused. Joe's laser focused on so many things, including his teleprompter, where the other day he wrote "read end of quote. <laughs>
3: right. And uh, Right now, as far as that question about uh, do voters want a Republican Congress or a Democrat Congress, looks like we both were wrong. We were going over numbers during the commercial break. This is from uh, the 538 website. I don't know who they are. Okay, <laughs> Okay. gosh, I'll have to find something else. 538
1: that, is... By the way, that vibrating noise you hear is when Steve pounds on the table in frustration. <laughs> yeah, because He doesn't understand a this is it. a radio program where sounds, extraneous sounds, do pick up and uh, lead to confusion on the part of the audience.
3: Yeah, and it's a radio program, so I can't, So, uh, you know, listeners can't see the faces that Joe is making at me across from the table. Anyway, Joe, here are the numbers cr- according to uh, 538, which is general, I think, is generally considered pretty good. Uh, Democrats lead in uh, that question, do you want a Democrat or a Republican in Congress? The margin is 1.3%. Democrats, it says, are 45%, Republicans 43.7%, which tells me only that
1: We got a long way to go until the, the midterms. It's a waste of time to even publish a number like that. First of all, is it a national survey where they sampled a certain number of people all across the country? Was it done in one or two states? Was it done in one or two congressional districts? Where was it done? Joe, where was know, it done? You know, you, you're quoting this as if it's the gospel truth. I'm asking you where this survey was done, how was many it, people it, it, were involved.
3: Yeah, you know, uh, then I'll just uh, make up an answer like you're making up questions. Oh, I'm not
1: making, Well, the questions are legitimate. If you want to make up an answer, go
3: ahead. No, the I would imagine a pollster like this uh, knows what they're doing. I'm going to accept that a pollster like this. There's a lot of good pollsters out there. You know who does good polls, good surveys? Is your favorite network Fox
1: Broadcasting? They F- do excellent polls. So is, does Terry Madonna down at Millersville. Terry Madonna
3: is yeah. very good. So you know, so I would uh, I would assume, and we so don't. is Quinnip- Quinnipiac oh, I can never say their
1: name correctly. How about Pew Research? Pew does a good
3: survey. Okay, so when when they come out with uh, Gallup is another one. Yes. Okay, so when they come out with their numbers. You don't need to ask. Was it a, a justifiably
1: correctly done survey? Oh yes, you do. No, yes, you do. Let you, me tell you something. I did research in broadcasting for many years. It was one of my specialties. I know you can devise a questionnaire that will get you exactly the response sure you, you want. Sure you, you can. you can. pick the number of people. You can pick locations. You can pick target demographics that you could pretty well predict will give you a certain answer. That's why I want to know when they say that forty, what was one point three percent more people prefer a Democratic. Congress, I want to know who they talked to and what it was that motivated them to say that. You know, it's what we used to call in research DRIP, data-rich, information-poor. Right. And just like we had this sort of discussion
3: yesterday, I'm not going to sit here and Try to investigate and research all of the data and all of the methodology that the 538 website uses in doing its polls. If it's a, if it's somebody like Pew, Quinnipiac, uh, Fox, 538, Gallup, I'm going to say I'm going to accept that. A pretty good poll. Now, uh, one that is not as good from what I understand is Rasmussen. You see, their polls come out. They don't have a very good reputation. That's the key word, is reputation. It's, some, it's like, Joe, it's like, you know, when you hear two people say something. Uh, maybe one of those people you're going to believe and the other person you're going to say, eh, I don't know about that, and it's all based on what you think their reputation is.
1: No, it's not so much reputation, because a good reputation can produce a bad survey. What really counts is who they interviewed, you know, how they how they, what they did to assure that it was a representative sample of the national political will, if you will. You know, if I just stopped 15 people out the door here on County Line Road and ask them a series of questions, you can bet that the overwhelming result would show that Republicans are preferred as a representative in Congress by about four to one, because this is a conservative area. So if they ask people in New York City, who do you prefer as a congressman, a Democrat or a Republican, they're going to say a Democrat. Right. So I want to know, and I don't think it's an unfair question, what they're doing. Now, you pointed out this morning that the Washington Post has written a story criticizing Fetterman for his health issue that is not going away. That's something you and I talked about yesterday. Yes. All right, so here we have a guy who's running for the United States Senate, and he's polling well. He's polling ahead of Dr. Oz. Are you saying that the people who responded to these polls, if they are largely Democratic, I could see them saying, oh, yes, well, that's okay with us. We don't care about his health. But if they started talking to Republicans, Republicans and independents, they might get an entirely different view, just as the Washington Post has done.
3: I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to keep repeating my same answer. Uh, you know, you you mentioned Terry Madonna. Now he focuses on uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, right? Okay, so if I see Terry Madonna comes out with a uh, a poll, uh, then you know I'm not going to spend the next two hours uh, studying Terry Madonna's methodology, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Now, here we have another survey uh, on the same question, and uh, this one says, this one says Democrats have a four-point lead over Republicans, but this is from August 17th. That's you know that's about that's what I need to know
1: the okay. date, so that that doesn't to me that so, holds no right, water. Here we go. We have the American people facing 8.3 percent inflation. Yes. We have Secretary Yellen saying that the gas prices, which have come down, admittedly could go back up in winter. Are going back up in winter? Could go back. Could more go more than likely to go back up in winter. Uh, could more go back up. Likely. I I
3: don't know that she said more than likely. I because again it's based on reputation. When <laughs> no offense, <laughs> Joe, but when you tell me. That Yellen said, more than likely, i got to say, well, this is Joe. He does tend to color his comments a little bit.
1: Well, this is Steve. He's such a liberal. We don't know. We can't trust a word he says. Hey, join our conversation, 1-800-795-9565. That's our toll-free hotline number. Give us a call. Uh, we do have an email that has come in, and we have a call coming in. This email refers to a letter that Steve wrote to the editor of the Daily Item today. It says, I was trying to digest my breakfast when I fell upon the letter to the editor editor in today's daily item written by steve kushaloff what a twist from the truth he promotes the idea that lieutenant governor john fetterman is being criticized because of his health condition resulting from incurring a stroke earlier this year that is so far from the truth it makes me sick to my stomach john fetterman appears in commercials on television every day telling all of us how radical he is and what he intends to do for pennsylvania if he is elected i'm sorry do to pennsylvania if he is elected freeing prisoners, promoting marijuana, and many more things that follow lockstep with the radicalism of the left. Quit that swaying from the truth, Steve. Sure, there's concern for Fetterman's health, which is evidenced by the inability he has to speak without either missing words or just forgetting what they are and what he wanted to say. What kind of senator would he be when he cannot even speak coherently? Come on, Steve, you vote your way and we will vote ours without you trying to throw your weight around and sway the truth. You know, both parties
3: use the, uh, their opponent's health uh, as an issue. Uh, even, even, believe it or not, even Democrats will try to use their opponent's health to try to make the point that their opponent is not able to carry out the duties of their office. For instance, there was video or photos of Donald Trump holding a glass of water and he was holding it in two hands. And such a big deal was made about that, that, ooh, he must have some uh, neurological problems. He's got to use two hands to hold it. Uh, and there was another video where you saw Trump walking down a ramp after giving a speech, and he appeared to ha- to be taking and halting steps. And falling down the
1: stairs of the airplane, Right. he done consistently. That's
3: right. And uh, for that matter, let's go all the way back to Gerald Ford.
1: Right, who stumbled uh, coming uh, off an airplane. Oh, too. heavens to Betsy, Gerald Ford. Stumbled getting out of bed. I mean, well, you, that, you, Chevy Chase did his impersonation of him, and I think that's what harmed President uh, Ford. Well, when Saturday Night Live take
3: you know targets uh, somebody, of course they're gonna they're gonna overstate it. Uh, you know, do you think that Gerald Ford stumbling or whatever issues, do you think that had any impact on his ability to lead?
1: No, but I do think that John Fetterman's inability to speak coherently is going... You know, that's not just the only deficit that someone with a stroke has. It's a symptom of other things that are probably going on under there, too. If his health doesn't permit him to serve actively as our representative in the United States Senate, don't you think that's a concern for the people of Pennsylvania?
3: It may be a concern, but doctors have said, doctors have said that he should be able to... Should. Operative words. Should. Should. And yesterday I told you about a... Current member of the United States Senate. He had a stroke in January, and he's better. He's uh, the last I could find. He was ninety percent better. Now after I how realized long? after
1: a couple of months. After, after, after a couple, couple of months, of months our, our current Senate, our lieutenant governor candidate, is not improving. No, I think he is improving. He's unquestionably com-
3: improving because he kind of disappeared right after the stroke, and now he is. What's his uh, campaign
1: uh, schedule today? You're. I'm just curious. You say he's out there aggressively campaigning. You know, w- Where is he going to be? I wish, I truly wish, the only way
3: I can be on this show with, with you is if I'm a human computer that can answer these questions off
1: the top of my head. It's 20 after 9,
3: and I'm supposed to know, bingo. Well,
1: I mean, no, you made a statement that he's doing well. He's out there campaigning. I just asked what his schedule is. Okay, we got you're a live. call. We, we have okay. a call, so and you answer that Here's somebody who's call. going to agree with you. Tom from Sunbury, you're on the mark.
7: Yes, I have a question oh, before Tom. the break. I'm sorry, you... go ahead. Yes, hello? Go ahead. Yeah, before the break, uh, you asked Steve about the immigration problem, what can be done. Mm-hmm. And Steve never really asked it or answered it. He said we need more judges, we need this and that and and I'm not disagreeing with that. But what I'm saying right now we have close to three million people that have come over since Biden took office illegally wandering around the country waiting for a court date that could take 10 years to come the problem we have is immediate immediately what could be done and and I'd like I'd like to hear the answer before I ask the answer you know my take is number one continue with the wall because even with the breaks in it it stopped them when Trump was in there was the lowest immigration, illegal immigration, that we've ever had. The go back to Mexico policy, uh, and and the other one with the COVID. I'm sorry, I don't know, uh, 42 or something. But Steve, for precisely what what would you do immediately right now that can stop this acknowledged problem that the government is ignoring to put the halt to the people that are coming over. Right now, what could they do to stop that part, regardless of anything else?
3: Right. The only thing off the top of my head that I could even think of is increased increased border patrol, which could be—that's the one immediate thing. And the other thing is if there are people who are uh, seeking asylum in an appropriate legal manner, you try to get those cases— through the system as quickly as you can. Now that you know that's the that's the immediate answer. Uh, there are, you know, I don't know what else to tell you.
7: You're telling me then that that uh, g- getting more judges, w- which would take months, mm-hmm. getting more border patrols, which would be right. a miracle on top of months. Yes. No, no. But I'm talking about. Today, okay. Here's what subsist- I would. No, do. let me let me Well, let me let me answer please. your question. No, let me answer your question. I, I, I didn't and ask I think the question yet. I said, "What physically thing? What physical thing could we do?" Because everybody that comes over is going to say, "Yeah, I'm seeking asylum," and that's not true for everybody, of course. What physical thing besides? This is my take. Every time they get a boatload, every time they get a group. Huddle them up and then put them on a bus and take them back to Mexico or back across the border. So tell me what physical thing now they can do to eliminate the, the bodies coming over.
3: Well, maybe your answer is the best. Uh, as soon as you see them, you pack them into a bus. You know, I hate to go way, way out and sound like a nut, but the only other alternative is you uh, have uh, uh, helicopters loaded with armed. Uh, security officials and just shoot them.
7: Well, that's that's one of the s- more silly things that you've said. Yes, but, it is. Uh, as, as far as as far as the people, especially if you're living on one of the border states, I'm sure they uh, some people would want to do that. I, I, and you, and I know right. you don't mean that, but the government, the people in charge how can they not at least put a program in with some immediacy to uh, to immediately and, and that's what i mean when they come send them back take them right across to the border and drop them off where they came and continue to do that i mean what what other solution do you have yeah, for uh, the,
3: you know i mean that right i can't i can't disagree with that i think uh... you got to assume uh, as soon as you drop them off, they'd be turning right around and trying to get back in. And uh, take them right back over. Well, you know, I mean, and, you know, you thought what I said was silly. <coughs> I'm kind of thinking you're saying the, the same thing. Not what, really. What, he's that, saying take them back where they came from. And and that's, when, uh, right. And when I said... Oh, that, and that, when yeah, I, that
7: would be a better idea But Joe had to take them back and, well, to the country they came from. And when I say Pay for the plane trip.
1: Right. Okay. So... Um, it would be cheaper for us to fly them back first-class airfare to where they came from than it is to support them here in this country and have them take up our resources. Yeah, okay. Completely so, agree. There you go. So maybe that's the answer. We just have uh,
3: one airplane after another flying uh, back into Mexico to take them back. Um, you know, nobody, nobody that—in in the last two days, this is about the only thing we've talked about, and nobody seems— Interested in trying to come up with any kind of an overall solution. Number one, we, nobody seems to have the patience to do that, and uh, n- nobody seems to think that. Uh Th- that there's any kind of validity.
1: Well, in up with our beloved printer. vice president has said that we need a complete fix of the immigration system, and yet neither she nor our beloved president are doing a thing about it. No, none well, no, of neither see, of them have proposed a solution. Neither of them have advanced a bill. And
7: and Steve, and Steve, I, Steve I Joe. I just want last comment, then I'll, I'll get off the line for another. Okay. first. And Steve, uh, the comment about. Uh, an overall program. I don't disagree with that, but, it, but we need, as I keep harping, an immediate solution. And our vice president, our uh, head of uh, uh, the bald guy, uh, Homeland Security, uh, yeah, uh, I, right. I, 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 I lost,
1: Mayorkas, yes, America, uh,
7: is is that I I I don't understand how he can get in front of the cameras time after time and say, well, we we do have the border under control. We have it under control, and our Vice President hasn't been down. Those are the two key people besides, well, uh, uh, obviously, the president. With people like that not even attempting an overall program, wh- what would be the chances of them trying to do something immediate? And those folks should be the spearhead. Um, no, no argument. Okay, that, that, that's all I have to say. Uh, I just I just needed to hear your, your view on it, Steve, because this problem, if we wait for an overall solution, we're going to be up to $6 million.
1: Amen. Thanks for the Tom, comment. thank you. Appreciate your call. We've got to take a quick break. We, we invite you to give us a call, a holler, at 1-800-795-9565. Email us at wkok.com
5: as several people have done, and we'll be right back. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is.
1: Get back to On the Mark. We have a call pending and we have a, an email from Dave in Lewisburg who said, words are words from our government. Where are actions? Democrats or Republicans? Doesn't matter. It's called looking busy and doing nothing. Signed, Dave in Lewisburg. Dan, you're On the Mark this morning. Good morning.
8: Hey, Good morning, guys. Well, you know, Steve, I'm, I have a sincere question and I, I don't really have I have an answer, but I I don't understand it completely. Why why would Biden administration change what was working much better under President Trump? Why would he change fundamentally change the whole thing and stop stop building the border wall? Why would he do that?
3: Because they obviously thought that uh, a border wall, which when you still have openings because of uh, waterways, et cetera, they must have felt that a border wall wasn't going to work. I mean, you got 2,000, and they probably, and they may have also thought that the cost, which I don't know off the top of my head. I know Joe was looking for top of the head answers today, but I don't have them. But they may have thought, you know, to build a wall along 2,000 miles, uh, they may have thought the cost was prohibitive.
8: It was already paid for. The money was all there. All they had, to, all Biden had to do was finish it. He stopped the whole process, and even the labor was paid for. And the laborers had nothing to do the next day, but they were still, be, it was, the money was there, and it it really bogged up the whole thing and when they stopped them on the other side in Mexico that was working it was down to under half a million now look at it when it was it was working better
3: yeah when are we we have an election coming up in i think less than 2 months when are all these Republican candidates going to come out with their, uh, with their plans to control the border? I, I, I haven't particularly heard, heard them. You know, I see uh, Congressman McCarthy, the uh, top Republican, and just railing against Biden and uh, mainly inflation, and they still—Republicans still go on and on about uh, $5 gasoline, which is not accurate. Uh, will be
1: again, according to Secretary Yellen.
3: Well, see, and there you go, Joe. You, you, you'll take a little grain of something that is maybe truthful, but you'll just explode it to something that is not truthful. I didn't what, say
1: that, Secretary Yellen. said No, it. what
3: Secretary Yellen said is that we gas prices may go up in in winter. I don't think she said it's going to. But let me get back to what I was trying to make the point to Dan. Okay, so you don't you don't like what Biden has to say or do about the border, and you certainly don't like what I have to say about the border. So, okay, let's, uh, let, let's see, hear what the Republicans have to say. And yet, uh, I haven't heard a thing from the oh, Republicans. Yes, you have.
1: Build the wall. You've heard it constantly. I, I hear it from, I
5: hear it from You've Dan. You've stay
1: in Mexico. You've heard it consistently from Republicans. I have. All they have asked you know, is that they re-implement sec, uh, President uh, Trump's policies. That had the border, as our caller well, said earlier, again. that you had know, the border under control. One of our callers, uh,
3: seriously objected to me using the word compassion and I did rattle off a number of things that uh, have been done to, uh, to to keep children and their parents together and that and that's you know that's not going to solve the border crisis, but that doesn't seem to get any uh, traction with uh, Republicans um, so you know and, and Joe you sit there telling me and I that uh, the Biden administration has done absolutely nothing and I can I can tell you some of the things they have done in the background that are not true they are not going to solve uh, the immigration problem in a, in a matter of days uh, they have they are trying to get to the root causes of migration you said yesterday you brought up Canada over and over why don't we have illegal immigrants coming from Canada well because if you look at Canada they don't they you don't have people living in abject poverty. You don't have people that are uh, victims of uh, gang crime. No, no,
1: I'm talking you missed my whole point there. I was talking about people coming choosing that area to come across the border. Mm. They're choosing to come across the southern border because it's wide open. Yeah. The northern border is not wide open.
3: And you still have people that are. You, t- you do have people illegally. But not, not in
1: the millions. No, not, not in, the in the millions. millions.
3: Right, because I, it's just like I said, for, for one thing, north of us you've got one country. South of us you've got several countries. One country, Mexico. But you've got several countries that are sending, not sending, but you have several countries from which you've got illegal immigrants coming from. So, it's not, you're not just dealing with but with country. But you missed the
1: whole story yesterday. There are all those people from foreign countries. Oh, yeah, there are Somalia, border. from right. Africa, places like that coming across the border. Yeah, you've got, you've Why got more. Why aren't they coming through Canada if it's so? If it's such an t- easy border all the way around, if we're not doing anything? Well,
3: because one reason I'm sorry, Canada- we're, we're
1: ignoring you, Dan. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> I, no,
8: that's all right. Uh, but, that the the wall that would have had electronic surveillance on the top of it it would have took a pressure off the border agents. And yesterday to comment, people called in when I commented about fentanyl. Yeah, they don't have, the border agents don't have time to check all them routes of entry the main routes coming in because they're busy taking care of babies and taking care of the ones coming across they become babysitters and yeah. it, it, as pat as pat said to your call there earlier in the day and i i can't help but agree with pat that this isn't no accident that the, The administration is allowing this to happen. This is intentional. Anybody with an ounce of common sense would say, hey, Trump had it under control. It's working. It's getting better. Let it go. Let it work. Okay. But they fundamentally changed it. And I concur with Pat. This is deliberate. Deliberate.
3: Why, why, it certainly why seems would that it, way. Why would it be deliberate? I mean, why? how would it benefit Biden to allow unchecked total migration into America?
1: They want it Democratic
3: was, voters. They want Democratic voters. It, <laughs> right. I,
8: I agree with Pat that this, and this is not a conspiracy theory, the top echelon left-wing Of the Democratic Party hates America as we are. We're the freest people that ever were, and they don't think we deserve what we have. And they want to fundamentally change this country into a socialist-controlled, a government-controlled state. Well, damn, we are...
1: Dan, we got to move on. Thank you. I appreciate your comments as always. 1 800 795 9565. Email us on the mark at wkok.com. We got a call standing by, but we got to take a quick break. Welcome back to On the Mark. I'm Joe McGranham with Steve Kushaloff. We have Al standing by, but uh, the earlier we talked about Lieutenant Governor Fetterman and his lack of campaigning, and we looked it up on the website. I asked Steve where he would be today, because this is, what, 50 days before the election. Oz is stumping the state, going here and there and everywhere, and the only event on Fetterman's schedule today is a virtual event at 630 tonight. Okay. Okay.
3: <laughs> now, I asked you when we were uh, listening to that commercial about And spicy. that's all he have
1: scheduled tomorrow, too, is in a virtual okay. event at 6.30 in the evening. And
3: I asked you during the commercial break, uh, why didn't you know Donald Trump had four years to uh, do the wall, and you went on about uh, money, no money, and yet one of our callers, Dan, just said the money was there. It was paid for. Well,
1: now, you're you're conflating two different things here. There were parts of the wall that were funded, but were stopped on day one by the Biden administration, and they could have been continued. They could have continued, as he pointed out. There were supplies there. There were people who had been paid. You're ignoring that part. But when Donald Trump tried to get money, he couldn't get it through Congress. The Democrats raised holy hell. And then, when he took money from the military budget, oh, they're going to starve the troops. They're going to take way their care benefits right. to build the wall. All, so that's why Donald Trump didn't get the wall completed.
3: Okay, and all I'm saying is we have callers who are under the impression that it was already paid for, but part of your it say, was. part, part of it. okay, so uh, you know, the so part that Donald Trump is making started. a mistake.
1: No, come on. You know darn well that Bono, that on day one, Joe Biden canceled the wall. He said that not another inch of it would be built, and he delivered on that promise, despite the fact that large a large portion of uh, of the wall had been paid for and the material was already there. Now they say there have been several stories on the material sitting there and rusting, because there, it's not nothing's being done with it.
3: There have also been several stories that they're filling in gaps.
1: Right, that Biden is doing that. So if maybe Biden's getting smart late. Al, you're on the mark. Good morning. Oh,
4: well, thank you.
9: Hey, um, we're looking for a way to stop this immigration. we got plenty of laws on the books and plenty of people will do it right. We've got to start enforcing the laws.
1: Got to start doing what? You're, you're breaking Al, you're breaking up. We can hardly hear you. You got to do Don't what? Yeah, we got to just
9: enforce the laws that are on the books.
1: Okay. That seems reasonable.
9: And and, and you don't need any more laws. And I think the uh, U.S. government is the last leg of the journey. And if you work backwards and from in between and outside out, first Biden invites them, then the cartel gets a hold of them, and they arrange for the transportations, and they set up... uh, indentured slavery more or less or you make the payment and then uh, then the journey begins but then it ends up in the U.S. is completing it, taking it into to wherever they want to go in the U.S. So they're in bed with the cartel and I can't see any other reason than if they think they're going to get them all instant citizenship and they're all going to vote for them to keep them in power forever. But that would be strange to think that our government would want to be in power forever when we have a a federal republic, you know.
1: Well, but, uh, very cynical of you to think the Democrats would do that.
9: Well, I know. And anyways, uh, they could all, if the, you want to keep it open, just send them all to sanctuary cities and states. Every one of them.
1: Well, Governor Abbott's Anybody trying says, his best.
9: <laughs> and, and let them worry about it. Fine. They can come in your state because they're breaking the law everywhere else see the sanctuary cities and states are set up to break the law and you know so there you got the u.s government helping them again so if the states want to take it on the government's corruption and they want to be sanctuary cities and states send them all there or build the wall for five billion dollars and um That's all he was trying to get, and they just sent eighty billion, and we're into about almost two hundred and forty billion, and keeping Ukraine sovereign.
1: Well, we're certainly spending a lot of money. Some of it we have, some of it we don't have. So, what's what's a trillion billion when you're
9: spending, you know, eighty billion for this, and it doesn't mount to hill beans? Where at least if you build a wall, you got something to show for it, and. uh, It it does stop a lot of people from just walking straight over the border.
1: Well, of course, the Democrats argued at the time that the wall would be ineffective. But we don't know because it was never completed.
9: Yes. uh, And Uh, it was, I'm saying, the money we waste and spend and how much we're in debt, what the heck is another $5 billion to try and
8: protect the U.S.?
1: That's a fair question. Yeah. Okay.
3: What do you got to say about that, Steve? <laughs> hey, great, great uh, answers, Al. We're going to ship them all to the cities, and uh, we're going to spend $5 billion, and uh, it's all because of a Democratic conspiracy that they want uh, all these voters. I think you, I think you got all the we got to pay for your answers. conspiracies. Yeah. Hey, there's no conspiracy. Yeah, you all well,
9: the 80 billion here and 80 billion now. I, I bet you'd be hard-pressed to spend 80 billion dollars getting them all to the sanctuary cities.
3: Well, we, get enough, uh, we could use that money. We could use that money to build buses, but the hard,
1: and that would certainly create some jobs. The hard fact is that if you ship them all to sanctuary cities, and the irony of that isn't lost on me. I think that's probably the reason you bring it up. But, you know, eventually the American taxpayers would still have to foot the bill. Well, and That's, that's they what they bothers me. Why should the, we foot the bill? They would bear the
9: pain, and, and then maybe they would come to their senses.
1: Well, they but already you are. You've got to
9: follow the <laughs> laws that are on the books. You get people in the United States, or else you're going to have it flooded. Nobody be assimilated. The country will go into chaos. Oh, that's happening.
1: No, they sent them to Chicago, and Governor or Mayor Lightfoot is saying sending them out to the townships around the city. She isn't, isn't even keeping them in there in her sanctuary Yeah, city. it's
9: not a good situation. <laughs> Nobody wants people here illegally. And you can understand why, because the people who came here illegally and the other people that died for the country and the other people who are working for this country... I am not forbidding anybody or saying nobody can come to this country. I want all the people that want to come to this country to come to this country and do it legally and pay their fair share and help us out. So we can keep on well, keeping on.
1: I agree with you from the standpoint that President uh, President Trump talked about make America great again and America first. And of course, people on the left say, "Oh, that's xenophobic." You know, we have no right to say anything like that. But I'm sorry, this is the United States of America, and we should be doing. things The only things reason for our they have citizens. the right
9: to say that is because of the great country we but are. We should be doing. If things they would per- say that about any other country they were in, they'd be a donor
1: we should be doing things we should be doing things for our citizens you know if we have a single veteran going hungry if we have a single school child not getting a decent meal or not having clothes to wear that's where our where our concern should be and i know everybody always says oh you you republicans you want to you don't want a child aborted but once they're born you don't care about them well i think I many of think us I figure m-
9: everybody in this country is part of my family and my life you know and if you got to start somewhere you might as well start and in the family, and then you can adopt the city, and then you can adopt the state you want to live in, but it's still all the United States, and we're all in this basket together. And when we don't feed one of our own children and take in somebody else's child, that just doesn't, that's not, that's not the way you do it. Okay. If you can't feed your own kids, why would you bring other kids here and... It just doesn't make any sense if we're all one big happy family in the United States.
1: Which well, be. in the world as the world that we live in, I don't think any child should go hungry. But still, I don't. I agree with you. We don't import problems into yeah, this that, country that until gets we solve them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We got it. You still there? <laughs> go ahead. We got to take a break. So I'll give you the last word.
9: All right. Okay. Well, I think the Catholic Church ought to be broke, giving their money away so nobody goes hungry. How's that? Fair
1: enough. <laughs> okay, Al, thank you. we got to take the last break of the day. 1-800-795-9565 is our toll-free hotline number. Email us at, at com.
5: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
1: Welcome back to On the Mark. We have an email from EB. He says, some interesting statistics, courtesy of Politico, Bloomberg, or Bloomberg, and the United States Department of Labor. In the last 50 years, Republicans held the presidency for 28 years, Democrats for 22. During that time, the stock market return was 109% for Republicans, 992% for Democrats. Yes, 992%. Republicans created 24 million jobs. Democrats created 42 million jobs. Income growth was 0.6% under Republicans. Republicans, 2.2 percent under Democrats. GDP growth under Republicans was 2.7 percent. For Democrats, it was 4.1 percent. With numbers like these, why would anyone vote for Republicans? Clearly, Democrats are far superior at creating jobs and economic growth. Vote blue in November. But what you're missing here is the fact that the Republicans inherited Democratic downturns, which they reversed and then the Democrats took advantage of when they came back into power and then proceeded to dump it all back in the you know, the facility again, so the Republicans had to bail them out one more time. So you're saying that Democrats
3: inherited Republican downturns. Well why were there downturns? In other words, you're saying that
1: let's go back to the Great Depression. Well we got There's, a call two two calls here, but we gotta start with Mike from Bloomsburg. Go ahead. You're on the mark.
4: Hey good morning men. I just tuned in and I have to I wanna have a confession here about you know I'm a frequent caller, but I want people to know one major value and I think that value is this fairness and it doesn't matter what we're talking about whether it's athletics whether it's about life in general or politics or the media I believe in fairness and that comes down to equality because we we keep getting preached about equality you know but the main thing is I want to see fairness and I do not believe that the people in the United States are being told the truth about the border what's happening there why it's happening and who's behind it and what the ultimate goal of having what is essentially an invasion of the united states taking place and i don't think that's fair to the american people and you know they talk the left talks about the right being a threat to democracy i believe the behavior of the democrat left is truly a threat to our nation. I'm not going to say it's a threat to democracy, because we still have our vote, but their behaviors, what they're doing, how they're accomplishing it, not being uh, uh, above board and fair, I believe it's the greatest threat to democracy
3: and our culture.
1: Well, interesting, interesting view. Steve, you want to comment on that?
3: No, I mean, that, uh, that's certainly a valid opinion. Okay. Okay, listen, I appreciate, like I said,
4: The last bastion of free speech is uh, talk radio, and I'm so happy we still have this.
1: Well, we're glad to be here. (laughs) Okay, have
4: a good day, man. Thanks
1: a lot. Take care. And uh, our friend Tom uh, from Sunbury, not the, the other Tom, says, Very, very, very simple problem, simple solution. Raid employers and fine heavily. No jobs, no one wanting to hop the fence. Problem solved. Bob, you're on the mark. Good morning.
7: Yes. um, uh, Good morning, everyone. I'm I'm pointing out, like, seasonal employment for the resorts and that, that, uh, you know, for years they're bringing in uh, uh, people from other countries and and foreign exchange students and that. So there is a way to do it, to bring people in here, and uh, that's just one area, but I think it should be more organized than just having them cross the border.
1: So you're saying that we should have some provision to let people come here and work? Well, we do, but, you know, they have to apply for a green card. They still have to do it legally, not illegally. Yes fair enough. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Good comment. Thank you, Bob. Uh, Stan says, Steve, helicopters patrolling the border with door gunners would stop illegal crossings, wouldn't have to shoot anyone. The threat would deter, along with the wall. The only people that can legally seek asylum would be Mexicans. The asylum treaty we are a part of says asylum seekers must seek asylum at the nearest safe country. Honduras must seek in Guatemala, not the USA, which is thousands of miles, and several countries away. They are Form shopping for asylum, and that would not be legal under the treaty. Every illegal crossing our southern border is enriching the Mexican drug cartels. They have control of the border on the Mexican side and are paid to slow or to allow people access. Why do Democrats insist on enriching this illegal enterprise?
3: I'm not (laughs) sure where his uh, evidence is. And, you know, people, we've been hearing all sorts of things this morning. Uh, Now we're hearing that. The whole border thing is all because of the Mexican drug cartel, and there's got to be some truth to that. I don't think they control the whole thing. Uh, As far as people coming through safe countries or going, you know, Guatemala is not particularly a safe country. Um, That was one of the things, you know, we have been working, and I can give you some examples of we've been working with these countries, El Salvador, Honduras, and Guatemala, to try to improve conditions down there. Uh, Once again, folks are looking for an immediate
1: answer, an immediate solution. But one thing is incontrovertibly true. Under the asylum provisions, you're supposed to stop at the first country you come to that's safe. Mexico's safe. safe.
3: That's safe. Mexico's safe. Right. But this fella brings up Guatemala. He they should go to
1: Guatemala. That would be the first, well, whether that's the first safe country. Okay. Hey, we'll be back at it again tomorrow. Thanks so much for joining uh, Steve and me on on The Mark. Our thanks to producer Lynn Hall. We'll see you tomorrow on WKOK Sunday. Barry, Pennsylvania.